Hello. And welcome. To the Lovies Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Emily. I'm your host, Dees Allison. And we're here to talk about relationships. Even though we've never had one. What? All right. Let's get into it. Into it. Hello. And welcome. We just did the intro. Oh. Oh, I thought you deleted the intro. No, I just deleted the body. Oh. What? Oh. No, this is take one. We have no secret audios. We're... We have no secret audios. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was wondering why you're so like, blase. <laughs> yeah, no, because we're getting into it. Yeah. Well, hopefully I don't sound too nasally. I'm going to try really hard not to get into that. Cause I'm like dry. I'm dry. I'm dry. Dry, dry. I know. dry. <laughs> I know. I'm croaky. She's a lizard. <laughs> a frog. Lizard person. Yeah. So anyway, so today we're gonna talk about something. Something really important. Something really important. Something that affects everybody and is worth talking about. <laughs> and preserving. And preserving. You guessed it. Sorry. You guessed it. It's the nuclear family. It's the nuclear family. We've talked about the nuclear family before. We've danced around it. But we're going to really dive deep into what is the nuclear family. And what with is, numbers. With numbers. That affect us. <laughs> <laughs> we have one number. Which just is, one? Yeah, we just have one. But it doesn't so matter. It's enough. It's shocking enough to sustain the whole conversation. Yeah. Well, we got plenty here to sustain the conversation. <clears throat> For sure. But basically... I just was thinking the other day about how we talk about, you know, like being single. (laughs) What we talk about when we talk about love. Have you ever read that? (laughs) No. Is that a book? Oh, no. It's like a little short story thing. It was one of my assignments in English class and I like loved it. Loved it. Loved it. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah, I did. It was like two married couples Mm. and one of them was like no longer in love and one of them was just married and it was like them going back and forth like talking about love like what we talk about when we talk about love and like it was so wait it was two separate couples yeah two separate couples that were like having a dinner at one of the like one of their houses (laughs) and like the old unhappy couple was like complaining the whole time and it was like gonna like kind of taint like the it's very interesting it's pretty short Mm. i'm sure you could find it online like somewhere for free that sounds really great well if we do find that we'll put that down in the show notes because that sounds really really intriguing it is really good but yes so I was just thinking the other day I was kind of moved by something that I had witnessed earlier last week and I was kind of thinking about the whole point of this podcast and what it is that we're really putting out there and what it is that we're doing and while I don't really know all the answers to those questions I know our (laughs) thesis but But I know that we talk a lot about being single and staying true to yourself, which is super important and something that needs to be at the forefront of pretty much everything you do because that's how you find like-minded people. That's how you find your community and whatever. Yeah. But I was thinking, like, we're single not because we're choosing to. Like, it's very (laughs) obvious it's no longer our choice. Like, and I was listening to a podcast, which we're going to put also down here, because this is where we got most of our information, and I think it touches more on the political side of things, from Charlie Kirk. Well, yeah, it does. Which I think is great. But he brings (laughs) out interesting, interesting Mm -hmm. topics sometimes. Interesting. Like, interesting interesting non-political topics. topics. Yes, he does. I like that. I like that he makes you think, but I don't think it's a profound statement he says but it is profound it's not but it's like almost so obvious you could never 
pinpoint it. Yeah, it's it is. It's and like, it's like, oh my gosh, like that's like the easiest way to put it into words. I know. <laughs> it's shocking. It's like just shocking how he's able to articulate things so well. Yeah. But they're not complicated statements. <laughs> like it's not complicated ideas here. Like we're not dealing with like, I don't know, like brain surgery. Yeah, brain surgery or like trying to get a rocket on the moon. Like it's not that intense. Yeah, it's, it's just not. <laughs> but anyways, so I was listening to his podcast and it kind of made me think like there the whole landscape of dating today is a mess it is a complete disaster if you could call it if you can even call it a landscape and we're going to get into it in other episodes which we're really excited about but his podcast started out kind of with the population decrease due to the lockdowns happening now, do I think that it's only due to the lockdowns happening? I guess we will never know because now we're in this time of our lives and this is happening. But well, he... I feel like you would also have to contrast, like, po- like population decrease or whatever, like, less babies next year. Mm-hmm. Like, compare that with, was there, like, more or less abortions this year? I like, know. you would have to look at abortion I know, because numbers. I feel like having less babies is not because people are... It's not having... because people aren't getting pregnant. Yeah. Like, like is because it... Because there is a certain amount of those is for sure accredited to yeah. like, abortion. Yeah, like, I would but say, like, like many. probably, like... I would say a bigger chunk than you would think. A but bigger not chunk than you would think, but not chunk. all of it. Yeah. That's, I agree with that statement. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's all because everybody got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, you know, what's interesting is during this time, everyone I follow... And I know they're not real people, quote unquote, in my life. Yeah. But they are real people living in this earthly plane. Yeah. Everyone I follow, Got every pregnant. single YouTuber, blogger, even the ones I don't keep up with, all are pregnant right now. Yeah. Every single one is pregnant and every single one kept their baby. Okay? Yeah. That is so shocking to me. Now, no one I know in my immediate circle got married or pregnant one got engaged which I knew, is great i knew a few that got married you got a, you knew a few i that think got married. i think three people i knew got married yeah and everyone is thinking well now that we're more locked down people are going to have more babies but here's the thing i would say more people i know of personally broke up with their significant other mm. than actually having baby, but people I don't know personally all got pregnant. All got pregnant. <laughs> all got pregnant or married and pregnant. Like every single one. Yeah. Which I think is so bizarre and strange. But I think it's interesting because the number we have here is in 2021, there are going to be 500,000 less children. It's a big decrease. That is like a huge. 500,000? 500,000. Like and obviously this parlays into this whole big political scheme. I don't think that was the point. I don't think this was the point to decrease the population. But that is like a crazy... It helps. Well, because it's, you know, it's very interesting because a lot of what... Not to make this a political conversation. Yeah. You know what? Everything... The, I hate that. Someone said that in church where it's like, you can't talk about issues in this world without, like, involving politics. He's like, everything was made political. Like, it's very like true. sorry about it. Like, I'm not trying to make it, like, to demonize people. Like, yeah. that's just how it is. Mm. But it's like, if you do look at, like, like, more Democrat things, it's like pro-abortion, like, pro-choice and all that cool jazz. Like, yeah. like, they support, like, the single mothers and stuff. Like, it's very big on, like, single culture. Very big on single and, culture. Um, and then, like, also, like, the homosexual agenda. Is that, like, their proper <laughs> word? 
I guess. Because I don't, like, want to say that in, like, a, like a demeaning <laughs> way. Like No, address the whole LGBTQ. Yeah, that's the phrase I do. Yeah. <laughs> the LGBTQ community. Don't come after me. <laughs> but, like, they innately can't have children together unless it's, like, a transgender couple. It's very true. But, like, how often do you get, like, a, the perfect match of a transgender I would couple? Say, I feel like that's not that I would often. say in defense of the LGBTQ well, because they do want to have a They want to have more they kids. They do want to have than kids. Than the actual ones I know that they can do. have kids. I know they do, but it is harder for them to have kids because also, like, adoption processes are just, like, so I difficult. Know. Like, period. Like, so, I'm, so like, I'm like, that's not me saying they don't want a family. Like, they yeah. do want a family. I think that's the most shocking thing that I found in, like, the nuclear family in this whole deep dive and look into it is, like, truly the... The gay people. That sounds so terrible. Just say the LGBTQ the L- community. It's just such a long word. But the LGBTQIA plus community, if we're getting oh, technical, is it, is that's it how I. it is. Yes. Um, they really, like, try so hard for kids. They like, do. They, and, like, they, I think, I think the change for adoption, like, reform will come from them. I think it will I actually truly too. believe yeah, that. Yeah, because it's just so impossible. And I think to get like children. in in one way that's a good thing and in another way it's a bad thing not because they're LGBTQ identified but just saying like I think there's a reason why it should be that stringent. Yeah. But I think it is weird because we watched ID and I remember one time there was this couple on ID and they adopted kids just to abuse them. I know. And I'm like, how did they get Yeah, through? how do families like, like well, because they're really like, they are manipulative. Yeah, but and it's so, just like. No, I know, but I think like, about that all so the time. So then I think about this system is so stringent. But yeah, people like that it can only get goes it. to like bad people. And I it's feel. like, I'm sorry, but the homosexual people are not going to abuse them. They're children. I know, I know. Like I just don't believe. Like, that. I don't believe that. I know. I know. I'm like, <laughs> there's worse things in this life than literal like like anyone... LGBTQ people wanting to have an honest marriage relationship with children. <laughs> like yes. not the worst thing in the world. It's, it's not the worst thing. <laughs> it's like, is that in a hand to destroy the nuclear family? I don't know. Well, I'm because... not going to go down that path because that's not. Really. Well, you know what? I can't say because I did a whole paper on this in college. Oh, and so a thing I did was like something's got to give always. Yeah, it's like if you see like a gay couple, it's never like but probably sometimes. I mean, there's always exceptions to the rule. Yeah, but it's like you never see two very masculine men together. It's very true. sometimes you see two like kind of feminine men, mm-hmm. but one of them will always take on the more masculine role. It's like at true. the end of the day, like even if it's by one percent, like that's more masculine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's so. Like, and I don't even want to say it's ingrained in society. I think it's ingrained in our biology. I think it's biology. And it's things that we need. Yeah. That innately, like, gay couples will take on those typical gender yeah. roles as well. You they know will. what I mean? It's, like, very interesting me saying gender roles. Because it's, like, <laughs> like our father, like, picked us up from school. <laughs> He's the one who cooked the food. You know what I mean? Like, he was yeah. my literal room mom he was for school. Room mom. And it's, like, but he was the man of the house still. Like, yeah. still, like, gender roles. You know what I yeah. mean? But it's, like... What, but there's always roles that need to be done. Because it's just if you see something, you just do it. It's yeah. not like a weird authoritarian It's thing. not like only the woman can do this and only the man can do that. Yeah, like, it's just that there are roles that you have to take place in. Yeah, like but that you have to like recognize. Anyways, the whole point is, so now our children are being decreased. Uh, well, yeah, because that leads back to the thing. All, yeah. the, all the Democrat platforms mm-hmm. decrease the the population they do like yeah, all of them they do. do and it's very interesting because then it's like are they trying to get us down to a manageable size no they're trying it's like it's not that but it's like and it's something that has already happened is like they want to get foreign people to come in and do our jobs so that's like and that's what charlie kirk kind of explains on this podcast mm. 
so then we can hire help that's cheaper because who has most oh. kids? Who has mostly kids? Farmers, the working class, yeah, they the do like have the, the most true kids. middle class of America has a lot of kids because they need I wouldn't, help. I wouldn't say because mm. the upper middle class. He explains well, upper talk. middle class. Yeah, screw that. Because no. the upper middle class, they're the ones that are like, well, I'll have one of each, or I'll do this, or I'll decide. They're the more. They're the ones that kind of are like, no God, more liberal. Yeah. I mean, just look at this neighborhood. The woman. You know what? When was the last time you looked around and you saw like a truly comfortable middle class family and they were conservative? When was the last time you ever saw that? Mm -hmm. Because I have never seen that. Yeah, because they're struggling. Is that what you mean? Yeah, literally. Because we're always either like lower middle class or we are like the working class. Yes. Like, like I have not seen like my neighbor across the street lives like we're on the same street and you can tell he lives more comfortably with me. He has more money and he's Democrat. Yeah. And so that's very interesting to me considering mm-hmm. how much they push for taxes at like on businesses yeah and emily was literally just saying that before this episode started because mm-hmm. the businesses are so taxed you get less money in your pocket at the end exactly. of the day but then you say tax the rich tax the rich to so give dumb. you money but, yeah, but because we're being taxed works. is why we're getting less money yes, like if you like really dummies. look at the landscape of your economy the reason why like a business can only pay you so much money before they get bumped into another tax bracket Mm. and trump helped with that a lot and that's why people took home more money but then they're like but then it's like listen if you like america is the easiest place to avoid taxes that's a fact that's not because (laughs) the rich are smarter than the poor that's not true you being poor can also avoid taxes very easily. Actually, if you make less, well, here, the poor, I am in the poor tax bracket because I make under $50,000 a year. I am in the poor tax bracket. What does that mean? I don't pay taxes. If I make less than $50,000 a year, I don't have to pay taxes. Mm. And that's a fact. That's not because, so see, that if that's your threshold of poverty, imagine what the people at the top are paying. Yeah. Like, it's just, that's Well, insane. because I know in California, you get taxed so much. Like, you could be the third tax bracket, yeah. and by the time you're done with the taxes, you're in the second one. Yes. And it's like, you're never going to ever you're really never make gonna, truly your tax yeah, bracket. Yeah, so that is what, so then this economic downfall, and this, and like, and then it's like, oh, well, I can have a business in Wisconsin and live in California, but people who just want to cry, eat the rich, don't understand that basic fact. But yeah. you also can too. And that's not, that's technically, it is tax evasion, but it is legal. It's only called tax evasion because you chose to evade the taxes <laughs> in a way. You know what I'm saying? I guess in a way. Well, no, companies do that. That's not illegal at all. That's not tax it dep- evasion. It depends. Tax on... evasion is like, I live in California, they give me taxes, I'm like, mm, not this year. Okay. Like, you just don't file. That's tax evasion. Oh, that's tax evasion. It's not evasion. filing. But if you have a business in Wisconsin, you can do that for sure. Yeah, you can. As long as you pay and the taxes to Wisconsin. And it can be bankrupt every, every, every seven years. Every year. And, yeah, you every get a, and you get away and you don't have to pay any taxes if you're no bankrupt. No taxes, you don't have to pay off any of your More debt. people who are wealthy, because they're like tax and tax, and most no, of them are filing for bankruptcy. They're bankrupt, yeah. Most of them are, and you get to live that way, because in this country, you can do that and not pay anything for seven years. Yeah. Like, and you can keep your house because then it's yeah, like, well, why, well why don't they do a lien? Because if you make any payment, so say you have a 3,800 mortgage payment if and you file for bankruptcy, okay, well, then they could take a lien on your house, but they can't if you pay, say, $100 every month because yeah. that shows good faith that, that you you're going to try it. to pay it back. But if you don't pay it at all, then yes, they yeah, can cover it. It's your very house. interesting. And that's a foreclosure. But, um, 
Okay, yeah. yeah. So population decreases. So population is decreasing. And also, less 30-year-olds are getting married and less 16-year-olds are dating. Which is interesting because I, you know, it's really sad. Because I remember in high school that was a thing that we learned, like, with the generations. Like, our parents' generation. I don't know if it, I feel like we're a generation apart between our parents and us. But um, from what I understood, our parents' generation, it was very much more like, it was probably the one that came after our parents, but, like, based on our marriage <laughs> Like, they started getting married more in the 30s and the 20s. Mm-hmm. And so this is really concerning to hear, like, less people are getting married in the 30s. Because, honestly, to me, a woman's a ticking time bomb when it comes to kids. Yeah. That's just the truth of it. A man really isn't. Like, no. Mick Jagger, how old is Emmy? He's 80. He just had a kid, like, two years ago. Like, yeah. they can go forever, but a woman cannot. We yeah. are only sustainable for so long. Mm-hmm. And honestly, 40 is a cutoff year for me. Yeah. Like, I'm like, if you're not having one, like, by 40, like, you're not having one. You know And, like, I mean? 40 is even pushing It's it. just so, like, questionable medically for both you and, like, how the child yeah. could come out. Like, it's just so sketch. And it's, like, the fact that no one's, like, getting married. Like, we are undervaluing the family system Mm -hmm. and i said it in the last episode and i like kind of hit a dead end with it because i didn't know where to go with it (laughs) but um like family is the first place where you find value for human life yeah and like where you find respect for other people Mm -hmm. and so if a child is born to a family that's maybe not married they're understanding that man is only account like it's very selfish in a way like whether you realize it or not children are looking at an unmarried couple like, from their parents, and being, like, not willing to make commitment, my mother wasn't worth that choice to you, no mm. human's worth that choice then, Ooh. you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's, like, it's, like, but you're living with them, and you're doing that, and it's, like, but you're not willing to, like, go out and make that same, and I think it's only in the state of California, where it's, like, if you've lived together for seven years, you're, like, legally seen as a married couple. I think it is. Which I think is great that California I think, does like, that. other states have common, that's a common law marriage. I think other states have common law things, but I only know of California's because I find that very interesting. I know. I think it's interesting. I think it's really smart that they did that, to I be think honest. it is smart. But, um, one of the smartest things I've ever heard. Well, because it's a way for them to have, like, a tax break in a way. And it's a way it's accountability to another person like all the all those years and because you weren't willing to sign a paper like they getting out of it like that's kind of like shitty it is it's actually you know what i mean but you could go to court so say you live with someone and in order to have a common law marriage that means you have to be paying on like the same house payment joint bank accounts paying towards the utilities together like basically it's like you operate in a way that is reliant on one another and say you're with this person and you do that for 14 years you can actually take them to court legally because it was a common law marriage and you can even though you've never had a prenup it's not much you don't get much but you can take you can get something and that's better than nothing it is i guess but um yeah it's just total disrespect for other humans i think it's, it's disrespect of the whole of the whole what is it called Ryan is at the door. I know, our dog's at the door. He's so irritating. I know. Maybe he'll go away. (laughs) It's disrespect of the whole institution. Yeah. And that's what I think is so sad, because then here we are sitting, and it's like at the beginning of the episode, or whatever. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, he's not going to stop. Okay, I'm letting him in. He's going to come in. He's huffing and puffing. I know, he's huffing and puffing. He's going to blow the door down. He's rude. I heard you're sniffing. Oh my gosh. Good morning. Oh no. No. no, continue the episode. <laughs> We're not going to edit it out. Okay. <laughs> so, because, um, so, 
Well, because a big thing that I always see, too, like, on TikTok and stuff, it's, like, people hate the institution of marriage. And, like, that's sad, but here's why they hate it. Because why? Look at the marriages around us. It's very hard to find a marriage where people really love each other. And divorce rates are only going up because people are becoming more selfish. Mm -hmm. There's less accountability to others and all that cool jazz. And then why also church culture? Because Christianity is a very big percentage in this country. It is. It's not a minority group. It's It's just not. not. And that's a bunch of, of... Horny 20-year-olds get married young so they can just do it and be done, and then they get divorced. Be coming... Be... Okay. So what I said in the beginning is, like, we don't choose to be single. We're single because men are given the lay of the land through these apps, through these dating apps, through these women that don't respect themselves, through the lack of God, and now our developing generation. Like, right now, Christianity is not a minority as much as they would like you to think. It's but because not. you think that, then you eschew your religious beliefs that you were brought up into, whether yeah. that be Catholicism, Judaism protestantism whatever it is but because you listen to those talking heads on the tv that tell you what to think and you're scared of being wrong you agree with it and then you fall into this trap and then those who don't fall into the trap like us we're left here with nothing with literal nothing with these dweebs with these dweebs who disrespect us in the name of feminism which i think Mm. is truly the most appalling and it's just like it's just like it's so insulting. What do you mean? The men disrespect yes, us? Yes, the men disrespect In us. In the name of feminism? Yes, because what do feminists say? I can have sex with you and still be oh, in oh, charge of that's myself. True. Just like you. So basically, I you treat me like dirt. I don't like it. So I'm going to treat myself like dirt in an effort to treat you like dirt, but you don't care because you did that in the first place. So it doesn't even make any difference to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like somebody punched you, so your reaction was to punch them, and they punch you back, and you're like, well, I didn't care because I punched you initially, so who cares? And it's like, yeah, like, my face doesn't hurt. It's fine. Whatever. I chose that. Yeah. I chose to do that. Yeah, so, so then we're, now fine. we're just allowing people to make more bad decisions, and then we're left here because the point of the family is to, you believe in something bigger than you. When you start a family, you die to yourself. You die to yourself every day for your spouse. And then when you have kids, you really die to yourself. You really learn what that means even more. Because now it's something beyond yourself. You're creating life that goes past just, you know, like, yeah, is it easy? Is it always enjoyable do you love each other like 30 years later like as if it was the first day no but you work hard at that because you know it's something that's bigger than you it's something that's worth doing and also like you have family and kids because you want to pass on your culture your value and your belief system yeah that's why But people who don't value their culture don't have values to begin with and don't have a belief system obviously would not want to have kids because then what's the point of that everything is bad it's all doom and gloom the world is only getting worse and i don't want to put my kids in that situation you know because who are you it's true but who do you believe in you don't believe in anything good. You don't have any hope. It's like you think you have no power. You so you, you sacrifice yes. it to and something then, else. And then it's like your power is government. And look at how bad that I is. I know. I know. <laughs> and then like I was literally just thinking. It's like like Democrats try to do so many things. Obvi- like it's no secret. So we're dependent on the government. Yeah. But it's like it's not in the way that you would think that they do it. Like yeah. they want to leave you in a place that's so emotionally barren mm-hmm. and like destitute. Where you feel like like you could die. Like yes. that's why there's so much depression in this. That's world. why there's so like, much depression. Like it's just fact. And then and it's yeah. like a woman, like you can be pro choice all you want. You don't want to go down and get that abortion. No. You don't want to deal with the emotions that come after that because it's sad. Like it's sad, like 
like you may not be mourning the loss of that life, but it's like, oh my gosh, you said that. Like I had to do that to myself. If we're gonna think like in your Selfish. in a yourself yeah. way, yeah. It's like I can't believe like I had to put myself through that. Like that's so much. Like and it messes with your body biologically because whether you realize it or not, like chemicals are affected by things that your mind may not like logically be thinking of. Yes, because not yeah. everything's a logical thing. No, and it's like so you're there. You just had an abortion. Taxes are going up. Minimum wage is increasing. So there's yeah. inflation. Oh, and then, and you don't the, know if you're going to yeah. get a house. And then their favorite thing is the world is dying. The world is and, dying. And if you have kids, then you're just adding to the death of the world. And, and the pollution. Which I think and is then, the absolute And then you've got worst. no man who's willing to genuinely love you because we give them nonstop excuses. Nonstop excuses. And then where are you left? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and what example have you given them to even be like thinking you of any value? Nothing. You have done nothing to make them be like, this is a woman of character, of value, of moral standing. I know, but then that's with the catch-22, because then mm-hmm. it's like, well, how many women of character and value? And it's like, if and if they're listening, like, oh, if you're so high and mighty, then why are you here? Because, because you that's a whole yeah. thing we're going to get into, where we think men are entitled to it. Yeah. yeah, but also it's because, look at, why would a man, like, in the Bible it says, a, um... I'm going to botch it, but whatever. It's like, to find a virtuous woman is worth more value than rubies. Yeah. For who can find a virtuous woman, her value is worth more than rubies and diamonds. That's what I think it is. Because it's true. And I and I know that's a fact, because the guy from college who came, he met me. I am a virtuous woman of character. He wanted to stay the night. We're not having any sexual relations. <laughs> Just to preface it, that's not happening. No, she wishes. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But it was getting late, and he just wanted to stay because it was really late, okay? Because we were talking and doing all whatever. Talking, touching, groping. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking, and I was like, no, you have to leave. And I told him on his way out the door, these are the wise restraints that make men free. And he's like, I don't get what that means. Like, he's like, I could just stay here. Yeah, because that's giving into your earthly desires. Like, and it's that's like, like so that's like, fleeting. I'm too tired to leave. I don't want to drive the long way. We're having a great time. I miss you anyways. And while all these things are true, Sir, it's like, because you didn't do that, then you can go home the next day and really think, do I like her or do I not? You can think clearly. You can and think you don't clearly. have to. And you know what? It doesn't get you in an awkward position. No, but see, being that way, I lost him because of that. Now he's not here. But it's not because I was so good that he was feeling like, oh, you're too much. Like, that has happened before, which I think is so dumb because I'm I'm not, like, really like, oh, oh, hi, mighty, hey, you get off my sure. cloud. I'm just like everyone else. I'm a sinner like everyone else. Sure. I'm not any more special. But there have been guys where they're like, you're just too good for me. I fear that I'm going to, like, make you like bad or something you know like it's such a it's like so stupid the whole line of thinking is so dumb but he could have done that but he didn't and now he's choosing to like he was inspired by me or whatever i guess and that's a good thing but see that's what happens because men are not bolstered up men are not bolstered up and you know what and then here i am i'm thinking back to wrap back to that conversation about i don't want to have kids because it's such a bad world yeah wouldn't you want to raise people who would make it better I you know. know what i mean it is and then true. it's like but because it's so selfish it's yeah. like that kid's gonna do whatever they want they're not gonna care about me because isn't being selfish like <laughs> right dog he is like acting a fool today it's upsetting me because isn't being selfish a deadly sin or not well like vanity vanity pride vanity pride i, yeah. I would say it falls under maybe a pride thing. Maybe. I'm sure. I don't know, because jealousy's one. Jealousy's one. 
Yeah, maybe not selfish itself, but definitely derivatives of selfishness. Derivatives of selfishness, for sure. But yeah, that's what I also thought too, but because they're so hopeless. Like, they're that's so how hopeless they are. Hopeless. I know. And it's like, it's an unbelievable hopelessness. Because when you talk to a liberal, like like an older liberal, I guess I could say, because my friends I don't think are too much in that path, but it's like, feel bad for everything. Yeah. Feel repentant for everything. Just, oh yeah, like I, well, I, I would say there's a bunch of And they're ones the like only that ones too. that use the word gentrification, privilege. Mm. They use all these words that mean nothing, that they don't know the actual definitions of, just so they can show how bad their life is. Because even though they live better than a lot of whatever they deem to not be as good as them stop please you're driving me insane like even though they live better than whatever they deem to not be good like they are the first like they're like see i feel bad for myself but i'm not going to go out there in the inner cities and help i'm not going to go to the soup kitchen and volunteer i'm not going to do anything to make any difference because if i just sit here and i say oh i'm so sad poor me i live in this beautiful place i don't forget my privilege that seems to absolve them of their sins you yeah. know and most of the people who complain and go out and fight for these things are white people if you ever take time to notice that well yeah they're white but i mean at all the rallies we've been to it's just been a melting pot of people because that's what america at all, is i know at all the rallies that's we've what been to, america it's totally is melting pot. like people who like the only people who see america as white are liberals they're the only people that yeah. are like all of this america is white not from where i'm sitting it's not. It's a melting pot of a bunch of different cultures because that's literally what America is. Yeah. In some areas, it is more, you know, it's like homogeneous or whatever. And if you're wondering, maybe, I guess with the exception of African Americans because they've kind of been around as long. It is sad that their population is decreasing, but also because abortion rates are getting higher with years in their neighborhoods. Yes. So that's the whole thing. And, um,. But if we're really going to look at that being like, it's totally white. It's like, well, like, a lot of these groups didn't move in until very recently. Yeah. Like, like the Mexicans, that's a recent thing. That is a recent like, so thing. Like, so, of course, they haven't had enough time to, like, rival how many white people are in this country. It's like, yeah. we were, the, like, we were growing well, with this country. I would say even, even any, it's just a melting pot. Because a lot of the it's people just a melting pot. Here, and if it really was that bad, why are they trying to come here and make a better life for exactly. them? Exactly. Like, I hate to say it, but they could go to Canada if that's so great. Oh, wait, no. Because their socialist medication puts test drugs on people without their consent because it's free. Yeah. And then people get other diseases from these Well, they're just socialists in general. And people yeah. don't even understand really what that means. But in a socialist, like, look at China, for example. Maybe the Chinese people want more than one kid. But yeah. they don't get it because the government tells them no. And then they kill their daughters because they can't and have like them. And, like, leave them on the side of the road. And ground. I think that's so sad. That is, like, the complete... Like, that is just the degeneration of the nuclear family. I know. You know what? That was a thing because I saw that on um, TikTok. Sir, my charger. I saw that on TikTok where it was like, it was like, oh, what's one of the most, like, painful things your parents said to you that you still remember? And it was, like, this this Chinese boy. And I guess he was, like, kind of, like, scrawny when he was growing up or whatever. And the dad said, if I had known you were going to be this scrawny, I would have never had your mother abort your sister. Oh. And I'm like, oh, like, rough. But, like, that oh. was a reality. I think they're allowed to have... Now I think it's two, two. Two kids now. I think now. it's two now. But it's like, wow, like, that's sad. Like, all no. these kids on the side of the road, like, that's sad. That is so sad. And it's like, because they're so desperate. And it's like, this these government entities just want to make you desperate. And they want to make you sad. And they want to make you rely you. on them. They want to create the problem and then sell you a solution. That's exactly. what they really want That's really do. what they want. And I would say the main takeaway, because I sat on the fence about having kids, like... 
I pretty much sat on the fence until I heard this podcast, and now I don't sit on the fence anymore, yeah. <laughs> which, I mean, it's, like, I think it's crazy how, like, things can just be, like, a switch like that, but yeah, it's true, some it's things true. are just they a switch, be. because my whole thing was I didn't want to have kids, because I don't, I just, like, <laughs> this dog is driving me crazy, <laughs> Brian, sorry, I just unplugged my charger, it's gonna sound terrible, <laughs> Okay. We are not professional. <laughs> Should I ask for a microphone for Christmas? Oh yeah, that's right. Christmas is coming up. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like literally this week. Oh my god. When this comes out, it's this week. Merry oh. Christmas. Merry Christmas, my good Christian families. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> to all families of many people. Yeah, maybe. Well, you know what? You're gonna get money. You can get a microphone. Maybe it'll be on a deal of the day. We should have Daddy. Oh, we should have Daddy look for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. nice. We hit our goal for the year. So thank you to so thank everyone. You. Thank you to everybody. We actually exceeded our goal for the year. We did. Our goal this year was to get, like. It was to get at least, like, our I thought goal, it was, like, 500 listens. Yeah, 500 listens. 500, and we're at 1,300. Yeah. So thank you, everybody. Yeah, like, we're impressed with that. Yeah. We're impressed with I'm that. I'm pretty shocked. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. But. But. I because I sat the fence for a long time because I think really deep down the root of it and it's something that I haven't admitted to myself but it's true and I think it's nothing to be ashamed about is I didn't want to get my hopes up for something that could never happen yeah and it's like growing up and seeing whatever I saw in relation to marriage it wasn't always a positive display of it and Allison took it we've talked about this before in a in a positive, in a positive way where it's like way. you see it and it's like I said my family's never going to be like this and she went if this is what family is and I'm not having it. exactly and so but now I'm so glad I've worked through a lot of that because like a family is worth fighting for and a family is worth creating and it is like it's worth all of the hardships to do that because it is something that's bigger than us like like yeah okay because our father when he had us he was told why are you having kids like all like our parents were set always were being told that like you're gonna put them in this like even our grandfather said that yeah he said why have kids during times like these yeah and he said well i'm not going to let those people who are evil take away some of my happiness yeah he's like that makes me happy and i want kids and it's like yeah it's because it's something bigger than us and it's like to bow to this world is like saying jesus is no bigger than a beer can yeah it's saying that man it, like, it's like that it's proverb. It's so much false it's power It's like to that man. proverb that you read last night. What is it? For who is man? It's like, who is man that he says these things? Yeah, that he says these things. And it's like, who is man? Like, <laughs> get out of here. It was like, who is man that has so much power? Like, yeah. no. Yeah, and it's like, that. it's so true because... It was a psalm, Psalm 8. Psalm. It was, I think it was Psalm 8, 9. Yeah. Or Psalm 411. <laughs> no, it was like for sure like Psalm 8 or Psalm Yeah, one that's of those, true. One of those bumpy ones. Yeah. <laughs> because it's so true and it's like, and he, when he said like those who are of faith have kids because it is something bigger than them. It's because they have a belief system so strong that they want to pass it on. Yeah. And it's like, while it's true, I can't guarantee that my kid is going to have the same faith as me or going to turn out how I, like, want him to turn out or whatever. It's like, it is a way to show that, like, I believe in God's love and I have faith in God, you know? And I think that's a really beautiful thing because at the end of the day, if you raise them well and you have a family that is guided by God and his truth, then you're not really ever going to fail. Are you going to have hardships? Yeah. But so did they have that also in the Roman times. Yeah. Never was it ever easy to follow God. It has never once been simple. And also, it's like, I was thinking about this too. So everyone I know who who has 
like the tweet yesterday that I saw that some people I know liked, they're like, oh, I haven't heard one thing about Biden. He's already my favorite president ever. It's oh like, so gosh. you're like the, the main crux of that whole statement is basically saying for my comfort, I, I sacrifice my comfort. Do you know what I'm saying? That, no, no that makes sense. So, so I voted for Biden. I voted for Biden because I wanted to be left alone. But in order to be left alone, I have to give up. I have right, to let them I in have my to house. wear a mask. I have to let them in my house. I have to take a test whenever they tell me. I have to be told when and where I can go. I have a curfew. I can be told when to have a job, when I may have a job. And all because I voted for Biden so I could get to do this. So I'm left alone and I'm comfortable. Mm. See? So for your comfort, you sacrifice your comfort. For not here, which by the way... You don't hear about Biden speaking because no one cares about no it. No one wants <laughs> to talk about him, but he is hitting, like, he is sitting in hot water. Right he now. is sitting like, in I'm hot water. Like, I'm going to tell you what, he's not feeling confident, he's not talking like a winner, no. and he's going to court for Hunter Biden's, Yeah, like, and the reason Chinese why it's all leaked after things. the fact is because they need to get rid of him now. Yeah, now they need to get rid of him. I mean, he but, already said he would retire, yeah, but that's, and it's but not that's a besides the point. So I found that very interesting. So your, so your definition of having a non, he's a, like, a, what is it, a not- so There's you're like, telling me your visionary of a Democrat leader is a white old man? But yeah, check but, yourself. I know, but that's not the point. <laughs> but it's like, oh, I don't want to have someone that's messy. I don't want to have someone that's always causing a problem. Like Trump was never. You know what? A you're, you're right. You're right. Biden yeah. could never cause a problem because he can't even say one coherent sentence that would cause. No, a he can't. <laughs> he can't. He doesn't even know what he's saying. He doesn't even know where he is. But it's like I just find that so interesting because it's like because even the guy from college he said I just want this all to end and it's, it's not like, going to end. It's and it's like it's really it. interesting that what you think you have right now is comfort. Being told, well, if I don't wear a mask, I get yelled at. People don't wear a mask in this town; they get beat. Yeah. I go to church; I have the health officials on our asses. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But this is comfort, though. See, I'm comfortable wearing a mask over my face. I'm comfortable not seeing my friends. I'm comfortable letting the restaurants I love burn and die and never come back. I'm comfortable with that. See, I'm comfortable here. What is I'm comfortable the with the rationale. But I sacrifice nothing, even though you're like a frog in boiling water and it's only getting hotter. And, and I'm going to tell you what, it's it. already bubbling. Yeah, it's already bubbling. Like, and we then, don't have much And then the one thing, which is the nuclear family, that most people did have the luxury of living in a family that did not, that was not touched by divorce. Is that all the family? I don't know. Maybe in our generation, it's less. That number is less. But now, it's for sure, if it's like, it's so sad that if I were to get married or my generation were to get married, the likeliness of those children that they have will have more, it'll be more common for divorce than ever before. You well, know what I'm I mean, saying? you know what? I can't even say divorce, like divorce rates will never go up. Like I, I feel like they're at the record highs because people are just not going to get married, period. Mm-hmm. That's the only yeah. way that, like you can only hit, you can't have a hundred percent divorce rate. You can only have a hundred percent of people not willing to get married. Yeah, that's and true. And that is a thing that could happen. Yeah. Like. And it's sad to think that we devalue relationships like that all in the name of self-experience. And I do think a lot of divorce is from being forced. Not being forced, but, like, you marrying too young and not giving time to find yourself. And Unfortunately, then, the highest divorce rates do come from Christians, but that's yeah, because, they do, of because of that. Yeah, they do, because it's because of because that. it's like a double-edged sword, because on one hand, yes... I agree. Like, don't force a relationship from happening, you know? And it's like, that's why we haven't. That's why we're single. But it's also, like, value a relationship, you know? Yeah. Like, if people, if men were out there who were actually stand up and proper and moral and women were actually, like, I'm a prize to be one, we would probably have more options for a relationship, you know? It's like, it's being discerning in all things. Of course, everything... 
that his grid lies in the middle. It's never an extreme. But it's like now it's only an extreme. Yeah. And then if you're out gallivanting doing your thing, then it's like, of course, in the Christian community, it's like, well, why aren't you married already and all that stuff? You know, like, when I went to Israel, I went alone, and everyone's like, well, where's your husband? Where's your significant other? Like, they let you go out and do this, but it's like, I'm single, because I can't find a man who's... <laughs> who's willing to deal with me. Who's just willing to be, like... It's not even like we're asking for a lot. Yeah. But because everything is so degenerated, it's like... And it's so hopeless. It is And so that's hopeless. why, you know what? Do not give up hope. Having a family is worth fighting for, and if you are honest and truthful and upright and you lose maybe the boyfriend you have now or lose the potential mate that you could have, you're not losing anything. You're not. And it's like, it will come back. Something will come back to you. It's just fear. At the end of the day, it's all governed by fear. And now I'm like, yeah, I want to have a child. I'm no longer sitting the fence on that one. Yeah. Because now I understand what it means. And I think if people were told really the true meaning of why people have families, they would fight harder to keep them. Yeah. I think that would be... They would. Yeah. Because it's like, I didn't really know much of the point. It's like, I did grow up in a family that is not touched by divorce, which is great. And I'm very thankful for that every single day. And I know others who like, yeah. And it's like, is it hard? Of course it's hard. But... It's like they fought for it because it is bigger than just us. Yeah. Everything is bigger than us. That's why there's this thing called hope and God. And that's <laughs> yeah, and why much. people who... Because, like, what was another statistic? Those who went to church during this time are less depressed than those who didn't. Mm. That was a big mental health thing that came out just now. Well, I mean, uh, so many mental health things. So many issues. Like, I'm just saying, I'm seeing a lot less depressed Christians out here than, like, people who do not believe in god yeah and it's like at what point will you figure it out people who believe in government are more depressed more anxious they have more therapy bills more pills i I think i think also in that parlays this love of self-pitying of course for sure i mean lord knows i love a good self-pity yeah because it's like i try not to self-pity as much as possible like i really don't like it i really i don't know if i'm always great at it executing that but i really hate it because i think that it's just like when there are people really suffering out there, it's such a like, waste of time. Look at what, but you they have. think that they are the real people. Suffering. I know, and that's what's ch- like. But it's like you being able to afford a, a and therapy I'm sorry, bill. And I'm sorry, <laughs> but sitting there in your nice house in your really nice community, feeling bad about yourself, it's just not a good enough excuse for self pity. Like, no, that's not. It. Like, don't stop. Just like stop that. You know? Yeah. Because the people who sit in those inner cities, they don't do that. They because don't. they're fighting every day just to have for, a normal. For a better life. Yeah. And it's like, it's just. And it's like you so high and mighty in your comfortable yeah. middle class home are thinking you're going through the hardest thing right now. Yeah. Like, I can't. Like, I'm not. That's not to diminish. Of course, everybody's problems, they do have merit, you know. But it's just like, at the end of the day. But I can't. Know, you know what? At the same time, I can't feel bad for people who pity like that because they also are the ones who, like. Are victimized. Well, like, they're, like. I don't want to say they're victimizing themselves because sometimes they're just not. I mean, like, if you're in a bad environment, like, you're in a bad environment, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's, like, these are the same people, like, it's, like, who are fighting for the inner cities and Black Lives Matter and everything, and yet they pity themselves a lot more than that sometimes. They do. And it's, like, but you claim you're fighting for something bigger, and yet at the end of the day, like, we all know you're going to take precedent over yourself than any of those other people. Because it it's just a very selfish culture. It is. It's just it is. self-love it's is like, now and selfishness. And it's no wonder that families fall apart and relationships fall apart even relationships between brothers and sisters and brothers all these things fall apart because of selfishness yeah 
Like, I think that's just so sad. It's selfishness and lack of being able to be held accountable. Yeah. Like, that's sad. Like, I mean, I can't take a criticism, but I know when it's good for me. You exactly. Know what I mean? It's like, gosh, at some point you got to let your pride go. Yeah, it's like, how fortunate are you that if someone criticizes you because of, what, some worksheet you turned in at work that spirals you, like, you have no issues in your life. Like, that's you your biggest no issue. Issues. And it's like, I'm not saying that that doesn't cause a certain amount of anxiety. That's... Lord knows I go through it every day, but it's like, at the same time, I'm like... I'm at least making a decent wage and living in a nice place. Like, because no. you know why? You have a plan for the future, but people in those situations don't believe there's a future to be had. Uh, yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. that is something that they have to grow up with. I think that's... It's that's, like, that's, yeah. a, that's a you personal journey. Yeah. I think that's a very scary place to be, and it is and really I think that's scary. Where, I think that's where everyone our age is. Yeah. Because there's no future. Tell me. Where, where are you going to buy a house? Where are the taxes cheapest for you? And that's what they want you to think. That's what they want you to think. That's why they. It's at all housing will be Section 8 housing. They will take our land and give it to somebody else. Yeah. Like, We're it's gonna just, be thrown it's going to be like that. Believe it or not. We have to be sanitized. You people are all big about camps in other countries, and yet when they're threatening to have a whole-ass committee to put people who disagree with you... Yeah. Where is, I, you know I what, know. you know what, I'm sorry, that's a very yeah. good Jewish thing. <laughs> like, with the with World War II, we'll get into it later. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, love you, love you, dubbies. And then we love you, sorry to cut it short. <laughs> Emily's <laughs> actually working right now. Oops, Oops. taking it to the man. Yeah. Okay, Ooh. love you. Love you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. See you next week. <laughs> Bye.